All right, welcome everybody to our second episode of the Untitled Gaming Podcast. Uh, this is actually one more episode than we, I thought we'd ever do. So <laughs> that is true. That. It's uh, two more episodes than I thought we'd ever get done, to be fair. That is true. So, <laughs> Well, I knew we'd record the first one. I don't know if it would come out. I didn't even think we'd record the first one, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. All right, well, welcome, like as I said, welcome to the Untitled Gaming Podcast. Uh, some have called us the Once and Future Podcast. Uh, I know you may ask what that means. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense. Well, it's like, you know, are we not we're the present? Be at the top. Are we not the present you know, podcast? We're going to rise to the top of the podcast right. world. And then we're going to be betrayed and we're going to die. <laughs> oh, wow. And, but we are going to come back. This is a future. This is a risky business. You're telling me we're going to die during this podcast? No, but wait a minute. There's no present in there. The once. Well, yeah, I guess we had to be somewhere. Exactly. To be the once. So. Either way. Either way. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> All right. So let's, let's start with, like, what are you playing this week? So, um,. Uh, so I was actually finally able to get some significant time into Tomb Raider, which is exciting. About time. I, I know. It was really, really bad on my part. Couldn't do anything. But um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I think... How percentage-wise, how far are you? Uh, I'm at like 30%, so I'm almost oh, like a third I'm, of the I'm way. Like 32 or 34 or something yeah. like that. So you met the... Um, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> exactly All right. Yeah. So I didn't want to spoil it for anyone who's yeah, currently yeah. playing it, but yeah. Story, so story's getting pretty interesting. Yeah. So I, like I think the it'll be good. And everything that are happening. Yeah. I mean, I like the, I I love what I'm doing with the skill tree. It's more balanced than I thought it was going yeah. to be because like with every other game that's had a skill tree, I've really focused on one side and like neglected others. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel myself. I'm very balanced. Right? I actually have like outside of the ones where like I had to go into a crypt and I like earned one. The ones yeah, I've actually spent, actually yeah, yeah the ones that I've actually spent skill points on has been very balanced. So I'm equal yeah. with everything. There's some pretty, pretty interesting ones there, though. Yeah, yeah. it's sweet. It's like I like the it. one where you can like shoot, like aim at multiple people and release bows at once to mm-hmm. kill them all. Like that's great. Yeah. Um, I just want to say the one part poison of the lure, lo, poison that's lure was, arrows. Yeah. Poison lure arrows are cool. The one level that I did where you had to grapple axe like Tarzan, yeah. like all over the cliff. That was just sweet, and I wanted to like. <laughs> purposely fall off just so I could do it again. I do I, I will say the actual exploration in here is much better than it was in the other games. Yeah. The other I games agree. are like, okay, I see the path I'm supposed to mm-hmm. go to. There's been parts here where I'm like, where pretty the fuck hidden. do I go? Yeah. Oh shit. Is your expo- over here. is your exploration on hard or do you still have it on like normal? Uh, I think where it's you get, on normal. So you still see like the white paint for where yeah, you're supposed to sure. go. But it's okay. not on every part. I think if you go to easy, there's white it, paint. Yeah, it's like white paint everywhere, but like this yeah. one you kinda have to search for it. But if you yeah. find it, it'll like the ledge will have white paint. But yeah, that'll be yeah. it, not the path that takes you there or whatever. But it's and you also have to use like every part of your arsenal. Like sometimes I'll forget, like, oh I can descend, like actually go right. down. Like you'll I like there was one time I was sitting there on um on the rock and I was just like I can't go anywhere oh yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. I have to rappel down now like hey, yeah, so. yeah it's, it's I really like it it's even just like simple stuff like that where you're not really like thinking about it and it kind of forces you to think slightly outside the box yeah and like good. like obviously I'm going to compare this to Uncharted because they're so similar right. but Uncharted the climbing has always been like here's the obvious path you have to mm-hmm. follow it to go to your next thing and the the climbing has always kind of seemed like a chore but this one is actually fun to like yeah. know, to exploring, and there's also like these side tombs and crypts and all right. these like little survival caches and stuff you have to do. So mm-hmm. actually, going off the beaten path is is interesting. Yeah, you know, um, I also have played some of the um, FIFA 19 demo. EA access. Yeah, so I was able to get a few of the. Uh, I was able to get a few games in there, and that's been interesting. Just because last week we talked about how FIFA is not necessarily always for people who like play soccer. Yeah. This like the the additions they've added to gameplay, even like 
pre-match like customization is much more tailored to people who like really understand soccer so that was really exciting uh, why, to see that so like just let's go into that because i think you wanted to talk about fifa yeah we might as well just get it out yeah, of the way exactly. um so the biggest thing that they added um as far as gameplay was concerned the this news is, this is also just going to be you talking that's fine yeah no that's fine i have no desire to play FIFA. that's fine i mean the biggest thing they added um as far as gameplay was concerned was timed shooting which is completely different. So, like, in any sports game, like basketball or anything, like, or especially for FIFA, all you have to do is hit B or circle whatever console you play on, and you just shoot, and your player will just do it automatically. Um, so your player will just shoot automatically, and then now what they've done is you can double-tap B to perform a timed shot, and if you perform it correctly, accuracy and power of the shot will increase. Um, if you don't do it well, your player will just, like, shank the shot, miss it wide, hit it way over the bar or whatever. Um, that has made it really difficult to shoot. Like, now I'm going into games where in FIFA 18, I could score, like, seven or eight goals a match. Now I'm scoring, like, maybe two if I'm lucky. And granted, I was playing on Legendary, so it's just, like, whatever. Right. And I will jump in here for a second, because uh, is this trial just, like, free play, or was it also, like, that story mode? That no, no, it was just free play. So, what, okay. so all you could do is do just a regular kickoff match. And you could only use the Champions League teams that they just I, select the teams they I think have. that is actually something that I've been interested in it. Um, I do have EA access, so I do have... When did they start this? Was this last year's FIFA? The, the, the story, story mode? mode. Uh, so the story mode they did for the journey was two FIFAs ago. Two FIFAs ago. And yeah. they just continued that. Yeah, so this, uh, this is going to end the story. For the journey, the journey's ending. This character's this character's okay. journey's ending. Um, this FIFA, um, which some people are happy with. I'm kind of bummed. I liked playing the journey. Well, I'm it's sure that if it's popular, um, they'll just continue with a different character. So new potentially story, yeah. they, they could, but there is still a lot. Like this player, like in the game, is still young. He's still like if he's even 20 yet. I mean, they can so, always just do a time jump or something. Probably because yeah. I know the because they've they've started a similar thing with the football game Madden mm -hmm. yeah. that has like my journey as well. Right. And that's like, I know that's continuing and that's actually pretty popular. So that's yeah. actually something that kind of interests me. So I might because I, well, I, I wouldn't pay the new one. I'm not gonna pay to get this new one. But when right. it does come to EA Access, I'll try it out. Um, and maybe last year's I can just go in and catch this this story. Cause right. I mean, I, I like it. It's cool just because it's it, it's almost like what create a player like should have been like back when FIFA like twelve and thirteen had like be a pro and you yeah. can create your own player. This is almost like what they should have done, except you're just using a predetermined character yeah, rather than it, using it your own. Reminds, I used to play like the wrestling games a lot. And I know they like they had, had that, like, yeah. that career mode where you start off as like a no name person yeah. and you get hired by the WWE. I want to say like my cousin had that for like SmackDown. I think it was either Shut Your Mouth or Raw. Yeah, I can't always, remember they had. Because uh, like wrestling has always been like storyline driven, so they've always had something like because that. Because it's not a real sport. It's just like whatever. Oh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but, um, uh, I'm actually excited for the new uh, WWE game because of that reason. Like, I haven't played a WWE game since like 2015, but this is like the first one where like they showed it. I saw a trailer for that story mode, and I'm interested again. So. All right. Um, what else was there for FIFA? Okay, so um, they had active control. Like first touch control, which is a throwback to what they did in FIFA 13. So in FIFA 13, they introduced first touch control. So for the first time, players would actually like make an error if they took like, like a bad player would never have a perfect touch anymore, like how previous FIFAs would have it. So they've done the same thing here and just enhanced it again. Um, my biggest thing for the changes was everything that you can do in pre-game customization. You can set 
it's completely different how you can set your team's um, tactics and um, their tendencies and stuff like that. It's much more detailed. It's much more in-depth, which is exactly what I wanted being someone who actually plays soccer and understands it was something I wanted to have even deeper customization as far as like how I wanted my team to perform, how I wanted them to move and all that kind of stuff. So that was that was impressive that they went delved that deep. The problem is, is that you have to do it for each formation that you would use in, in a, a single game and for each tactic. So whether it's defensive, ultra-defensive, or attacking, ultra-attacking, you'd have to customize it for each one. So now I know I'm going to be sitting there for like 20 minutes in the pregame trying to fix that. That's just a pain those, in the ass. Those words in that order makes no sense to me, but all right. It makes no sense to you, but it'll make sense to people who actually <laughs> play the game. Um, yeah. For them, it'll make sense. It is something that, EA, like I read that EA said that um, that is something you could just save. So you don't have to make those changes every single time. I guess okay. it'll be saved to your profile, which is good because I wasn't going to even fuck with that. If it meant I had to sit there for 20 minutes each time and right. customize it. So. so if you could summarize... FIFA 19 in mm. one sentence, what would you say? It's going to be aidsy, just like any other FIFA. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, that's just how FIFA is. It's, there's going to be things that piss you off. There's going to be shots that you shouldn't score that you should, and there's going to be goals that get scored on you that shouldn't happen, but that's FIFA. So. All right. Um, now, which we're going to move on to the next topic, which is probably going to take up a lot of this podcast. Uh, they just released uh, a major preview for Red Dead 2, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, a bunch of different sites had a bunch of, like, you know, inter- like uh, a bunch of journalists go to Rockstar and actually they got their hands on time with the game. They are playing it. I read a bunch of these previews. Um, we're just going to talk about some points here. Um, the main article that I'm going to be talking about is uh, the one written by Joseph Scrubbles on IGN. We're just going to go, we're not going to go super in-depth, uh, that's actually a great article. If you want to know about, more about Red Dead, you should go check it out. Uh, some of the major points. So, basically, they're saying the demo that they were playing. Uh, he was playing as Arthur, Arthur Morgan, the uh, the title character, and uh, he was riding his horse, and he saw a train. So he was just riding it alongside the train, and then there was one button press that you did, and Arthur jumped from the horse onto the moving train. He was able to get inside the train, hijack the train, and drive the train. And he's like, that's kind of what summarizes his whole experience with Red Dead 2. Like that, the amount of stuff that you can do, it just seems like an action movie. And like the controls you have is like so intuitive. And you can drive a train. You can jump from a moving horse onto a train. I I understand that. And I understand your excitement because it's Wild Wild West. And there's not a Wild Wild West game that has done that where you can actually hijack a train. But the act of hijacking something is not new. I know it's not new, but the fact and, and that that's why for me it was so fluid. Right, I, and that's because he knows how to tell a story. <laughs> clearly, I mean, um, he's good at you know writing. Clearly, yeah. um, but it's just like one of those things where for me it's like I've been able to do that in other games. Maybe not as fluid or that organic. It was more it's, like it's just this was a part of the game. This had to happen for my story to progress. Rather but that's than in the thing. this, this wasn't a mission. No, I understand. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it is more organic, which I think is interesting. Yeah. That you could just do this whenever you wanted to. And the fact um, that I can play this game and just fuck around like this for so long, I know I'm gonna get a shit ton of playtime out of this yeah. game. Just I mean, well, you knew that when Rockstar said they were gonna, it was gonna be I, a GTA Wild Wild West. But this but is like, like th- an no, actual... but like you, no, what I'm saying is like you knew that there was going to be a bunch of just random things you can do, kind of like fuck around time that you could have. 
just because they're the ones who are making the game, so you knew that they were going to do stuff like that. Yeah, and then anyway. it's it's like improvements to their engine. There's a better lighting system. Animations look great and everything. Um, so it just it feels like a truly next-gen Rockstar game because, you know, some people would say, oh, GTA V was on Xbox and PS4, but that was actually a port of the PS3 360 version. So that right. game was built from the top down for last-gen and just ported over here. Yes, they spent a lot of work, like, you know, making improvements. They added in the first-person mode. They made some graphical improvements. But it wasn't built from the ground up for this gen. So right. this game, I think, this is the first truly next-gen game that they've built only for this gen. So you're going to see a bigger jump in not only what you can do in the world, the graphics, the lighting. Um, it's just everything about it just screams like what this gen should be. And I'm super excited for that. Yeah, and I think with what they've done with um the like the gameplay being like that fluid and that kind of organic makes it more like any other wild wild west game that yeah. there's been because like that i feel like that's what the wild wild west was just random just wreaking havoc yeah, for, yeah. for either no reason or for an agenda it didn't really matter and those of you who have played red dead one know like this game is great as like a gta in the wild west fuck around game like right um i will say one that thing. being said it is also going to have a good story oh, so yeah, totally. like yeah. it's going to have a point the it's not just dicking around the whole time but um, like yeah so it is i think it is going to be more of an all-encompassing game yeah. for and players if you've played gta you know some of it has, there's like a jankiness to the controls there's a jankiness to like the animations and everything you don't always end up what you want to do you want to jump over something you end up hitting a railing and falling down on your head and dying so um, them saying that they've been focusing on the animations, the controls, the shooting to make it more fluid is great news. I think this game is just it's going to be everything you love, but just better control wise and movement wise. I think it would be hilarious if they made it ultra realistic and that you wouldn't be able to hit a damn thing when you shoot because those guns are inaccurate. as. Fuck. They did say that bullets are going to be fewer and far between. Oh, yeah. So they spent time redoing the whole sound design and the guy said um when he shot his gun the sound was like the best he's ever heard like it felt like a real gun had gone off right and you know just that those little details add just like another layer of immersion to it um some other thing that they went into in depth in this article there's a new way to interact with npcs now so basically you go up to an npc um and there's like a i think it's left trigger or something like that which brings up a context menu, and you can interact with different NPCs based on like what they're doing or what your you know what their whole role in the story is, um, and then it changes whether or not you have your gun drawn or not. So you can antagonize someone, you can greet them, you can rob them, you can threaten them, uh, you can just plain shoot them, you can fake uh, surrendering. Like if the cop comes over, if like a sheriff comes over, you aim at him, you bring up the context menu. There's a an option to surrender. There's an option to fake surrender, and then when the guy comes over to you, you shoot him in the face or whatever. Um, it's just, and they said this is with like pretty much every NPC. Right. Uh, this is also how you interact with your horse. Uh, they kind of went into depth about that a little bit. So you're going to have, your horse is kind of going to be super important. You're going to form a bond with that horse. The higher your bond is, the better that horse will control, the less likely it will be to get frightened in a gunfight and run off and the more distance it will be able to hear when you call it so you actually 
also there's permadeath. So if your horse dies, it's dead for good, and you have to form another bond with another horse. That's what, that's what I was wondering because like when he did that um that demo um where he like went on the train, he said that he left the horse behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, don't do but, that. But the horse wasn't dead. Right, so, so it could come back. Yeah, and um, I think it just if you because it's like the cars in GTA Online. If you leave your car somewhere, and then you log off or whatever, it'll come back to like where your house was or your base was or whatever. It knows the way home. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of each horse breed has its own like set of uh, statistics, and like some are better for like sprinting, some are better mm. for like carrying more things. Uh, that's another thing. So your horse is also gonna kind of work as your holster. Is that gonna be like a cache, right? Yeah. Kinda so like... you're not gonna have like. 70 so weapons in your back in your pocket head. anymore uh which know. that's like that that's always been like my biggest gripe about shooters it's like yeah. oh i'm just pulling it out of my waistband a rocket launcher <laughs> yeah rocket like, launcher uh shotgun shotgun players uh, i got everything i got i got it all here the grenades all that kind even of even though stuff. i'm like, just wearing boxers and right else. exactly i've got nothing i've got nothing else on except a pair of pants i i don't even have a shirt on. it's just like it's yeah. just that that's always been just my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, so it, the, the unrealisticness of that. It is more realistic. So I think you can have like a holster where you can carry a couple of weapons and maybe like one rifle. Right. And then all the other weapons and all your other stuff is going to be on the horse. So if you are going to like a big gang hideout or something, you've got to make sure to bring your horse. you got to keep him like somewhere where he won't get frightened away by the gunfight where you can go back and get the weapons. Can you tie your horse down? I'm sure you can. That was probably, the first Red Dead Redemption. So. So. Like, tie him down to a tree. Like, you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, they also said that, like, the demo that they played was in, like, this opening area. So they kind of compared it to, if you played GTA V, they had this first mission in North Yonkton, which wasn't in uh, San Andreas or whatever. It was in a separate city where they just had one mission. And it was kind of like a smaller open world that kind of introduced you to the thing. Uh, they said this is similar to that, but it's huge. Uh, I think the guy said he couldn't, in his hour and a half, just drive from one or ride from one side to the other. Uh, Interesting. And they said you can also come back to it whenever, after you leave that area. Because oh, in yeah. GTA Five, you couldn't come back to right. this area. I think they did find a way to hack it and come back, like players did, but it wasn't meant to be able to return to. This one is actually a part of this world. Um, a couple of other things they have a new cinematic camera so um i think the the example that he gave was he can set a waypoint to go somewhere and just press like auto drive and your horse will take you kind of like there just like i think ac odyssey yeah or no, ac origins had that yeah origin had that um where you can just um set a way uh, a waypoint a waypoint that you had to be like on the road or on the path or like the, the horse would just go straight to the path yeah or something yeah. and then you'd be able to go and it's um, like yeah and um, I think it would just take, like, the quickest path or then, whatever. But I think you could still be, um, like, detected and stuff, obviously. So if you yeah, walk yeah. past, like, an enemy patrol. And you can just take control again if you want. Oh, yeah. It would be immediately fluid. Exactly, and like, you yeah. just, like, touch the analog stick and he would go off. So this the is the same thing. And I think they've added this because uh, the theater mode or whatever, people have, like, I've seen people make, like, short films in GTA Five. <laughs> right. So they're kind of, like. They're trying to do the same thing. But for leaning Red into that a little yeah. more. Um, also, it's a great-looking game. Sometimes you just want to soak in the scenery. Um, another thing with that... I've never wanted to do that once in my life. Certain games... Not for a video game. AC Origins, I played with the minimalist HUD. Because yeah. that game, in, on my 4K TV, on the Xbox One X, 
looks beautiful. Yeah, see, I don't have a 4K TV, so I, I had every HUD on. This is like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like having actually, the information, so. So they, they said you can customize the HUD and make it, you know, as much as information as you want or as little as information you want on screen at once, which I fucking love that games have been doing this. Uh, one of the games recently that I played, God of War, mm-hmm. um, the new God of War for PS4, actually, so there's, you have your health meter, your magic meter and everything, which you kind of need in battle, but if you're just exploring, going around, you don't want it there. So a cool mechanic that they added was you can turn the HUD off, but every time you touch the touchpad, it'll bring up the HUD for five to ten seconds. Didn't Horizon do that as well? Horizon did that as well, yeah. So basically, it's they're both kind of semi-open world games that let you right. do that. So that's how I played those games. Yeah. Uh, I wish AC had that option to... I, I like that option because there are some times yeah. where even in battle, I don't need to have the map there. Exactly. Like you're blocking off my field of vision now yeah. where and, I could be seeing an enemy. In God of War, like a combat-focused game, I could just tap the control or tap the, tap the touchpad, bring up the thing, see how much health I oh, had. Right. And, then and I know, on. okay, I need to go back down a little bit and like you know recover before I go back into the fight. So I love that option. I hope that's included in here. I hope games embrace that in the future because that's just great because... When games look this good, you want to like take a minute. That is true. I I can't attest to it just because I don't have a 4K TV. So. But even Origins still look great. Oh no, yeah, it still um, looks fantastic. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but like when I when I saw you playing it on your 4K TV, and then I went home, I was just like, I don't want to play this right now. <laughs> I was really bummed. I was like, man, that water doesn't look as good as it should. Yeah, totally. And I'm really kind of bummed about this. Especially I really when you don't want go to play. into like the sinew camera and you're like going around. Yeah, oh, that looks so that good. looks sweet. So. Yeah, it is what it is. That, that Sea of Thieves water. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too bad we didn't play more of that. It's just because, it's because neither I mean, us or our group of friends are good at working together. That's true. I would love to go back to Sea yeah. of Thieves, honestly. They're still supporting it. I mean, so. I mean, that's a, I guess that's a false thing. We're good at working together when we want to. When we want to is hardly ever. That's true. So that's, that's more of the problem. The one game where we can actually work together, I think, is... Rainbow yeah, because we all want to win <laughs> so badly. Yeah. Um, whereas in Sea of Thieves, we all want the to be the captain. The first sign of some bad news, we just break down and like go our separate ways, <laughs> try and do different. Hey, shit. man, those those skellies are dangerous. Are you putting the anchor down? What are you doing? The <laughs> cannons are shooting. I remember there was once I went onto an enemy ship because we I thought we were boarding and I was the only one who went because I, I was up in the crow's nest and I was like, okay, we're doing this right. And somebody said yes, so I jumped off the crow's nest onto their ship. I took a lot of damage for that. Went down there and just got absolutely shafted. Like, all four of them on that ship looked at me, destroyed me, and I'm sitting there in, like, the little death ship. I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? I you all were supposed to be with me. Yeah. Was, uh, just the little bad. stories that happen in that game that you just create. Like, I remember there's one time where it's, like, the four of us in the galleon, and this other ship starts shooting at us. So we're, like, you guys are all doing your shit to try and... Like fight them back, repair holes and everything. And I silently just jump off, go around, climb on their ship, grab their treasure chest, and go out yeah. the back and sneak away. They end funny. up sinking our ship, but I'm on this island with their chest. <laughs> but the thing is, I was stuck on this island. <laughs> I didn't have a because, ship. You, you know why? Because you did nothing to help <laughs> yeah, us from the ship sinking. But you guys were the distraction, so I had this chest. We didn't was, have a ship anymore. <laughs> that's true. And you guys spawned like four or five islands away. So by the time you got back to me, they had figured out that their treasure chest was missing gone. and just came back and shot a cannon at me because it was this little tiny island <laughs> that I was on. But yeah, you should have just swam for it. 
then the sharks would have gotten. Away. I mean, you got to do something, man. <laughs> like, you got to help us out. No, games like that are fun. I I miss playing. I miss playing those games. Yeah. To be fair, so but tangent is over now. Yeah. So, Moving on. Um, the uh, Red Dead Two was being shown on the PS4 Pro, and they said it looked great. It was running at 30 frames per second. I think for those what they said. Um, it wasn't, I think, native 4K, uh, but Xbox One X is what I will be playing it on, and yeah. as we all know, that's a little bit more powerful than the PS4 Pro, so I'm excited for this game to look amazing. Um, a couple of other things that they talked about, and this, so this is actually an exciting detail to me, even though it might not be to some people. They said that your Me beard, being, though, some people. Yes. <laughs> They said your beard and your hair grows naturally, and you can go to the barber, you can cut it, you customize it. So, you I don't mind the idea of customizing your hair, but like the the idea that it grows in real time, I just don't care. For someone who actually has a beard, I'm just saying, a thick you, beard that grows in real time. I'm just saying you have a beard too that also grows in I real know, time. But the, a game really hasn't done this, um, so that's just like these little details because. Like, that's what you expect from a Rockstar game. I'm just... I guess so. I mean, I that... I believe they have enough time to focus on these. Well, they, they are a huge studio that makes literally millions of dollars off yeah. just GTA Online, so... Like, I think it's cool that, like, hey, you can go to a barber and get it cut, obviously. But yeah. just, like... And any that's way you like... want, so you're picking. I think the guy said he he did, like, the mutton chops that you can do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a Wolverine beard in this game. You're going to do a Wolverine beard yes. in this game. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to pick like a... Never mind. You're not... No. <laughs> what? I mean, I was going to say you could just pick a... I don't know. A, a normal Wild Wild West kind of... You know, I was expecting like handlebar mustaches or... Or a Hitler beard. No. Hitler didn't have a beard. He had or a Hitler mustache. mustache. Whatever. You um, know what I meant. Yeah, because you want to invade Poland. <laughs> hey, you're uh, the one who thought he was a Apologies. Person. No. No. We discussed this on the last podcast. I retracted that. It was a slip of the tongue kind of thing. <laughs> You disgust me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, like, those little details are really what is going to make this game great. Um, they also said that the one story mission that they did play, because they didn't play a lot of the story, it was kind of just, like, open-world gameplay. Um, the one story mission that they did play, at the end of that mission, they did have a moral choice for you to pick. So, you can play this game as Black Hat, like, evil, or White Hat as good. So, you're kind of going to define... Arthur Morgan is a character. So you're um, going to be Black Hat every time. Oh, yeah, of course. The only way to play. No, it's not the only <laughs> way to play. If it was the only way to play, they wouldn't give you the option. I'm just saying. It's going to be the more fun way to play. That's not necessarily true. Especially with you interacting with NPCs. I'm just going to antagonize the shit out of everybody. So. Is this going to be like a, um, is it going to be like Infamous-esque? Where, like, if you're evil, people are just going to sure start, like, assaulting you in crowd. Yeah. Like, there is, like, they do have a wanted system. Okay. Uh, like, you have a bounty above your head based on the crimes that you've committed that people have seen you commit. So if you kill someone before they run to the sheriff, you don't have that bounty, bounty on your head. So um, a lot of people are going to die by my gun. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, unbelievable. Um, I'm just saying you could at least entertain the thought of doing good things. Yeah. Well, see, the, that's... Another reason I like this choice here, because the first Red Dead Redemption you were playing as John Marston, and that story was like a redemption story, mostly, so you couldn't really mold his character, because right. you could do just ridiculous things in the open world, 
and then it would go to a cutscene, and he'd be like, "Yes, ma'am," like all polite and stuff. And the things, the way he would interact in the cutscene wasn't necessarily how you were playing the game. Which, I mean, great story. I know that they have to sacrifice some of that for storytelling, but I think this game is going to lean more into this is how you're playing the character. This is how he's going to react in a cutscene, based on what you've done. So that's that's just something that I find very interesting. Um, just going through the uh, the things here quick. They said guns, uh, shooting has been improved. Uh, Dead Eye has come back. There's new sound design, so the guns actually sound like real guns. Um, the person with the per Joseph Scrubbles who read this or wrote this article um, was saying that when he fired a gun for the first time, he's like, "Holy crap, that sounds like a really good gun." Like that first gun sound. Yeah. Kind of like um, referencing a lot of stuff, like the Dunkirk. That first bullet yes. sound was yes. piercing. Yeah, um, and also it's it's the it's the West. It's not GTA, so you're not gonna go to like a a gun store and just be able to buy automatic weapons and everything. So they're saying like the bullets are gonna be few and far between um, compared to GTA. So every shot is gonna count more, and right. every gun has reload animations that are unique to it. Um, based on what kind of gun you're carrying, there's like in the demo that they showed or the the trailer that they had showed, he's holding a shotgun and a pistol. So like the pistol is kind of in his offhand. So after he sh fires a shot with the shotgun, he just moves to the pistol and shoots like in one fluid motion. So based on whatever weapons you have, the animations look much better. Um, and then there's it's a it's a Rockstar game, so there's going to be a bunch of different side activities for you to do like. They had mentioned hunting. There's poker, uh, you know, fishing. You can do side quests. Pretty much, you can entertain yourself. I already know this is gonna be one of those games where I'm gonna be going to play poker more than doing anything else. I know. So like, I, I I hate that I do that. Like, I'll go and play. It's it's a game that I could play in real life. I could go play poker whenever I wanted yeah. to. But the fact that I'm actually going to waste time doing that in the game. But the thing is, it's Rockstar, so they're gonna make a very good poker game that oh, yeah. a company could make standalone and sell like itself on a phone and just include it in this game for free. Right. Um, actually put back Red Dead Redemption 1 on my Xbox. Shout out to X Xbox backwards compatibility. Um, and I was playing that. I started a new Shameless game. plug. Like, <laughs> I'm not getting money for that. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but So I popped Red Dead 1 back in and I started the game. I did like the opening mission. And then I went right to a poker game and played that for like three hours. It was just, unbelievable. It's great. I mean, it's a good way to make money. So yeah, I, I started with ten dollars and I walked out of there with like a hundred fifty or whatever. Um, That's weak sauce, man. I wanted like hundred fifty in the west. Yeah, I still want like three thousand. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, they also talked about. Well, they didn't talk too much about Red Dead Online, but they did mention that. Uh, so Red Dead Two is going to come out October twenty sixth. Uh, Red Dead Online isn't going to come out till November, and even then, it's just going to be in beta. They they did the same tactic with GTA. So GTA Five came out, and then GTA Online came out like two weeks later, but it was just terrible server-wise. Like your characters were getting deleted, people couldn't log in. So I think they're doing this beta just to make sure that everything's stable and like you know all that. Um, and they're giving it like more than a couple weeks, I think in between so they're really gonna have it up and ready hopefully when it actually does launch and if you've played gta 5 online then red dead online is pretty much going to be that same thing in the west so 
I assume you're gonna have your own like house. Um, you're gonna create your own character. You're gonna have like all these side stuff you can do. You can play multiplayer matches, heist online. I guess they'd be called train robberies or something. I mean, I guess it'll be a heist. Yeah, but right. I'm sure you'll be able to make your own posse and like you know all that. Yeah, most likely. I mean, I would I would assume so. Yeah. Like, we're gonna be playing a lot, this game a lot. So I I feel like we'll be, we will be playing this <laughs> yeah. game a lot. Especially if they do, like, cooperative stuff. It's just Especially like, with, like, the amount of time that they've spent just supporting GTA Online. Mm-hmm. They've added so much free content, so, yeah. so many uh, customizable items, guns, missions, game types. They had a Battle Royale in there, I believe. So I'm sure they'll be supporting this game the same that they did with that. Right. I mean, basically, if you couldn't tell, I'm super excited. He, he's geeked. I mean, this will probably be his game of the year. Yeah, most I, likely. I think I think predetermined it'll be his game of the year. Basically, my plan is to play it, determine it to be game of the year. Well, yeah, that, well, I'm gonna finish. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna finish Tomb Raider and Spider Man. Hopefully, before AC Odyssey comes out, yeah. and then I'll have like two weeks to devote to AC Odyssey before Red Dead just takes over the rest of my. This game. sucks because I have to finish Tomb Raider before Friday because Friday is <laughs> when FIFA will come out full blown. But you're not gonna be sinking like. 50 hours in the FIFA the first week. Like, I might. <laughs> I genuinely might. Like, I feel like sports outside like outside that, of work coaching. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm excited to do the You need to finish Tomb Raider, team. so I do need to finish Tomb Raider. We can talk about it. I mean, I put in a good chunk of time in it just in one day. Like yeah, put I mean, into like all I I made up like a third of the game and Yeah, and it, one go. I'm definitely going to like like I'm trying to play Spider-Man and Tomb Raider like at the same time and get as far as I can in each, but Tomb Raider has just grabbed me. So like the past like three days, I've just been playing Tomb Raider. Right. Going to our next topic here, mm-hmm. there was something that was announced, which we both have feelings on. So not um, exactly positive. great feelings. <laughs> like, so it was the um, the big story this week was they announced the PlayStation uh, One Classic. So just so stupid. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's beyond. Yeah. I can't even think of words outside of stupid. It's yeah. just how. Oh well, God. let's let's go over what this actually is. So this is basically, if you've heard of the NES Classic, they pretty much copied everything, including the name. <laughs> it's still called a classic because you can't trademark the word classic. So, you know. They're really lucky you can't <laughs> trademark the word classic. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. So it's a complete ripoff. It's a smaller version of the uh, PS1. That includes 20 games. It'll come with two controllers for $99. It comes out December 3rd. So it's available to pre-order right now. The thing is, they haven't announced all 20 games. They've only announced five so far. And they include Final Fantasy VII, Tekken 3, Ridge Racer 4, Jumping Flash, never even heard of that, and Wild Arms. But that's one of their legendary titles. Apparently. (laughs) Fucking hell, it's just so stupid. Uh, and yeah, so basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to sell you nostalgia. They're trying to profit off your memories, off your past. All right, and another thing on this whole like nostalgia thing, I don't care for it. As a great man once said, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Who the fuck said that? Kylo Ren. You think Kylo Ren's a great man? Yes, Kylo Ren's a Kylo bitch. Is a, Kylo Ren is a bitch. A motherfucking laser. <laughs> Mid-conversation, 
and had a full conversation that was traveling at the speed of light. And then he couldn't take the lightsaber from someone who had never used the Force before. She he is, is a bitch. She is powerful no, in the Force. She's powerful. Raw, and, untamed and he's a bitch. Power. And he's a bitch with Fuck anger issues. You. Fuck you. No, it's... Kylo, he, Kylo Ren is a better man than you'll ever be. Anyway, I have no nostalgia for PlayStation 1. I never owned a PlayStation 1. I mean, 1. I do, and I still think it's stupid. And I have no desire f- for this. I love PlayStation 1. I like A lot of my favorite games, like, growing up, obviously, were on a PlayStation 1 because that's what was out. But it's just, like, it's just so ridiculous. Like, I have to spend $100 for that when they could just do... Like, like for example... They've done that. They've done yeah. that. Like, like, for example... On the PS3, I'm pretty sure you can buy all five of these games and it will not cost you $100. No, it won't. And I'm on eBay right now. I can get a PlayStation 1 for, like, $40. <laughs> And yeah. all those games are probably like ten bucks or something. Not even, but it's and just it's, like these games aren't like HD or anything. It's the original yeah. versions of these. And they're games. not even fantastic. Like what I'm saying is like why they why couldn't they just do what they did with Crash Bandicoot and what they're going to do with Spyro because that's been delayed like twice or something. Is just remaster the game for like like Xbox One. They did the Crash Insane trilogy, so I have Crash yeah. Bandicoots one, two, and three. Yeah, I had to buy them again, but that's because I don't have the originals anymore. The thing I gave is, them that away. was uh, Activision, I believe, has the license to that and Spyro, so they're releasing right. those games, not Sony itself. But like, even still, mm-hmm. like that's just something you could just try to do. Not yeah, I mean, I'd prefer them to do that as well. I think they're just trying to. They money. saw how much the NES Classic and the SNES Classic sold. And they're like, we can jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the NES and the SNES Classic games were just better than PlayStation 1 games. And PlayStation 1 had like, a decent library in itself. The thing is, these are like 3D polygonal games. Mm-hmm. And that art style doesn't age as well as like the 16 and the 8-bit games that right. the, SNES and the, SN- the SNES and the NES had. So these games are going to look terrible. There's no yeah. other way around that. Yeah, it's just they're not doing anything that. to make it, you know, better HD or you know, updating the graphics or anything. So I think a lot of people who have nostalgia for these games, who have played them mm-hmm. and remember them looking great, are going to play this and be like, "This looks terrible. This, looks terrible. Like, this is unplayable." This is a PlayStation. There's a PlayStation One here with a controller and the power cord for sixteen dollars on eBay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, that you also don't get the power cord when yeah, you do this. Yeah, that's another thing. So just blow your brains out. It's going to include two controllers, an HDMI cable, and the actual plastic box. But they said enough people have a USB Type C that we're not going to include it in the thing because that's just going to be another cord for people to worry about. Like for you, you have an Apple. Yeah. You don't have a USB Type C. Um, I guess you would have one if you had a PS4 or an Xbox or something. Yeah, I mean, I had, I've had. PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. So I know I have one of those cables somewhere. Yeah, so it's it's just, it seems like they're saying why not even a lot ju- of people have these cords. That's just the dumbest logic. It's just like, yeah, why not just add it anyway? Because they're trying to keep the cost down. It's not for, because other people have it, and it would just be a waste. It's right. for them not having to pay it for Because it. you know what that means. If they have that cable for something else, odds are that power cable is powering something else. Exactly. So what? Just It's just so... I, I, I like Sony. I was a PlayStation kid growing up. It's just... That just pisses me off. Yeah. Like, beyond belief. It's just... just it's just so dumb. And, and I, I'm not hating specifically on Sony. I think Nintendo I'm hating doing specifically this, on Sony, too. I'm saying Nintendo doing this is not right either. I would much rather have 
Nintendo release a virtual console like we talked about last week. Yeah. Put it on the Switch. Yeah. Get me all those games. I'm happy to pay five to ten bucks per game. Right. Just do that. Yeah, just put it all or emulate also, it. This is a hundred dollars. The SNES classic was eighty dollars. The NES classic was sixty dollars. So they're just increasing. And I mean I just think a virtual library would just be fine for that. Yeah. And remaster it, report it, do whatever needs to be done. And I feel like ninety nine dollars is too much for what this is. Especially when I can get all the bits and pieces for way less than that. Yeah, and if like for have... example, those games that that are um, that are out for that. Like I'm never going to play Final Fantasy. Yeah, and I I'm think never you can get play Final Tekken. Fantasy Seven for like four bucks on your phone. Yeah, you're, I'm never going to play Tekken Three. I've never even heard of Wild Arms. Yeah, and who's going to go back and Flash. play Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer Type 4? It's like, I don't think I ever played yeah, that either. Why would you go back and play an old racing yeah, game? It's I like you don't go back and play old sports games. Yeah. We were talking about the Nintendo Online service releasing tennis and soccer. No yeah, one's going to play no those. Sense. Yeah. Not even like the modern day. Not even the quote unquote popular ones, like, like popular sports, like football or base. Like, I'm not yeah, going to play those either. There's modern day games. Who's going to go right. back and play these? It's yeah. just, I can't, like. I can't, I can't possibly justify this. I can't possibly justify them doing this. It makes yeah. no sense. And I think other than just you're right, being a money. So you can actually still pre order this if you want to. I, I don't, don't recommend you do. Don't do it. The thing is the NES classic and the SNES classic, I think pre orders were sold out the day of like the day of the announcement. I think that's just more of a Nintendo thing. People love Nintendo. Yeah. So, so. I, I don't know I think I don't know how many people love Sony slash PlayStation enough to do this. Exactly. And I think Nintendo also limits their stock initially, and I don't know if Sony is going to do that or whatever. No, they're going to be like, we need to have massive stock because everyone's going to get this. Yeah, I, I feel like this is just a, it's a blatant money grab. There's no other way to, to phrase it. Um, yeah, so that, don't get this. No, don't. Just don't. Like, <laughs> the, the fact that, that this is even a story for us, yeah. it, it just irks me. Get, get a PlayStation Vita. That has all these games. You can get a Vita for like 30, 40 bucks. You can get these games for like 30, 40 bucks. You're spending 80 bucks. You'll have a portable console that has like decent games on it that you can play all these on and it'll be cheaper than this and it'll come with a power cord. So I just, I can't believe that they would do this. Well, actually I can't believe it. I can't believe it, <laughs> but like at the same time, it's just so unbelievable that you have to believe that they would do this. Yeah. It's just... No power cord. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the part that baffles me the most. It's like, we're going to give you everything you need, but the power cable. And they said it with a straight face. Like, everything, a lot of people have this cord. so we're Everything but it. the shit that turns it on. Yeah. It's, oh, God. <laughs> and they're releasing this December 3rd because they want to get in that Christmas gift rush. And I think a lot of non-gamers are going to get this as like a christmas gift for their you know gamers like either sons or boyfriends yeah. or whatever i'm surprised they didn't try to do it like black black friday, friday or yeah black friday time like that's what a week after black friday uh i think December third. i think black friday is like the 24th or something oh i guess that would be a week but either way just anyway don't get it yeah can we move on i don't even want to talk oh about actually this. no there's one thing we talked about god damn uh, it so the controllers it comes with Oh, are yeah. the original PS1 controllers that don't have analog sticks on them. They just yeah, have the, the D-pad. The, the D-pad. Like, what were you doing? Like, some some games, because the uh, dual stick controllers came out, like, halfway through the cycle of the PS1, yeah. and some games required you to have the dual analog stick yeah. controller to play them. So they're already limiting, like, the library that, of games that you can't have. I don't, 
you're not going to be able to get Ape Escape on this because right. you need the dual analog. I actually totally forgot that they didn't have analog sticks. I, really? I think I'm pretty sure like when I got my PlayStation when I had the dual stick with the dual analog stick controller. Yeah. So, so just everything about this is just like bad. Yeah. If you're going to do this, you should have made it cheaper. You should have included a power cord. Should have made it better. You shouldn't have let an idiot run it. Yeah. And you're only, so you're expecting people to pre-order this with only five games out of the 20 announced? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll announce more beforehand, but. But yeah, like why? Because. Why put it out for pre-order now? has to be finalized by now if they're, this is going into production. For sure. That's how that works. I I wonder if they were seeing like, if people like the games that they released, but oh, we can just do more of these games that are trash or. I feel like it might be like licensing issues. Maybe they don't have, maybe they're thinking about putting certain games on like Metal Gear or something, but they need to get the lights, like the rights to that and everything. I don't know, but. This just seems like a half-assed attempt at what Nintendo was going to do. Or what Nintendo did. So. It's so typical of them to just half-ass Yeah. Honestly. We, we were actually talking about the uh, Xbox backwards compatibility, which is a much better system. That's actually yeah. for the gamers. So, if you don't know, Xbox One has backwards compatibility for both 360 and the original Xbox. You don't need to rebuy the games. If you have the game... You can just put the disc in, it'll download the digital copy of that game, and you can play it as long as you have the disc in the tray. Simple copy protection, just like it was for the original 360 and the, the Xbox One. Um, you can also buy the games digitally if you want. For like, They go on sale all the time. Red Dead 1, I think, was 10 bucks just recently for the Game of the Year edition, which includes the Undead Nightmare DLC, which is a great DLC. Um... So, like, I, I don't see why they couldn't do that. Yeah. I don't want people to think that this is just us, like, dogging Sony. Because I would almost prefer a PlayStation over an Xbox. Pro- I would, uh, personally. I personally, I've mostly gamed on Xbox. I mostly... Well, I, mean, I started Nintendo, then I switched to Xbox. I mean, I've, I've done both PlayStation and Xbox. And mine is not is not so much just, like, the reason for, like, games and stuff like that. It's more just, like, like, little things. Like, I have to hard reset my Xbox more. I never really had server issues on my PlayStation. Or, like, Wi-Fi issues. I mean, objectively, the online for Xbox is better than... No, the, the so online for Xbox is I, better. I have both, so... I mean, I've, I've had both as well. And, and there's like... UI problems on Sony as well. Yeah. I think they just released an update that stops the... Because they had, like, the uh, the Abacus yeah. searching in their thing where you had to go scroll down to A, and then you had to scroll down to, like, B or whatever if you wanted to spell out what you were searching Which for. Which is so dumb. Instead of just a keyboard. keyboard right? yeah. I mean, those are like, that. yeah, I mean, those, those are little things, but just like server wise, I never really had a problem with PlayStation to the way I do with Xbox. I don't want people to think we're just like dogging it because it's so. Oh, yeah. I, we're I dogging it objectively because it's stupid. Yeah. Like, and again, if, if Xbox comes out with the original Xbox Classic, I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing, Microsoft? Right, exactly. This is so stupid. I mean, th- this has to be something Microsoft sitting there and they're just like, oh, we could do this way better. Like,. They did do it better. They did do it better. True, yeah. I think actually I do remember the Microsoft UK Twitter tweeted out, you can play 500 classic games for free right now (laughs) on the Xbox One. (laughs) So they're just taking shots at Sony. I mean, why not when you release something this dumb? Yeah. It's just like... And like, I just don't want the gaming industry to head this direction because like what, 20 years from now we're going to have the PS4 classic? No. That's stupid. No one's entertainment system is enough to support all these mini consoles. We just have one console that plays everything. Give me yeah. that. 
They should just make us I'm, in charge of everything. I'm just emotionally <laughs> exhausted just from being so angry. <laughs> that was like five minutes of anger. Like, I just <laughs> let it all out. It was like... They should just make us in charge of everything. They really we could, should. We could fix this industry. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I would just tell them to fix it this way, and I would expect someone else to do it. But yeah, it's just we're the idea guys. It's <laughs> like, baffling. How, they... It's just it's ridiculous. It really is. No power cord. Yeah, <laughs> I can't get over it. <laughs> can't cannot get over it. Just can't do it. But anyway, um, um, one more quick thing. I think we should mention uh, the uh, Bioware did tweet out their schedule for like anthem coming out so they said the uh the demo or like the beta for anthem is going to be on february 1st the game comes out the 22nd uh if you own ea access on xbox one you can play it on the 15th i believe mm-hmm. uh also if you have premiere access premiere origin access on a pc you actually get the full game on the 15th yeah which i didn't know premiere access Premier Origin Access existed until I looked this up. Uh, that's actually an interesting service. So for a hundred bucks a month, you get like all of EA games on PC plus like the, their vault, which is similar to what they have yeah. in uh, EA Access on Xbox. So that's something I'm gonna look into because I mean I primarily game EA games on Xbox because you know you guys are all on Xbox and we play online right. together. I mean that that's what was weird. Like that's what made me quote unquote switch from xbox to, or from playstation xbox because you guys all played it yeah i mean it's just like that's the thing you play what your friends play every console has its benefits and weaknesses but yeah. you should go where like your friends are exactly and there's like more of my friends have it. i mean it's the same thing with my brother because i gave him the playstation and that's because more of his friends play on playstation exactly and he's just like all right hey this works fine you can have it i'll just take the xbox and yeah. just kind of do it like that there is one thing i did want to mention it is back to the fifa thing that's because we forgot to mention that ea is going under some in criminal investigation from the Belgium Public Prosecutor's Office. Oh, specifically for, for the loot boxes. For the loot boxes, yes. Um, so what's happening is that in Belgium, they're saying that the loot boxes in EA Sports FIFA are a form of illegal gambling because players don't know what items they're going to get That's not when they gambling. buy them. In which we agree on this. And the, the way we talked about it earlier is like we were kind of – we weren't disagreeing with each other, but it sounded like it. It's not <laughs> – it's not gambling. Their logic is that... Because you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting, but anyone who's going to buy this... People who play FIFA, and it's not... For, for those of you who don't know, it's not. It's, it's a loot box in that it's like a pack. So it's an ultimate team yeah. where you just get a pack of cards that you can use to have to create your team, essentially. So what's happening is, is that you can use actual money, kind of like the V-Bucks in Fortnite. You can buy FIFA points through EA. And you can use those FIFA points to buy packs. And what they're saying is that because you don't well, know the packs which, include players that you put in your the, the packs team. can yes, the packs include players, they include consumables like injury, like health, healing stuff for your players that get injured, um, contracts for your players so they don't so you can actually use them to play, um, badges, jerseys that you can use for your club, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they're saying is because you don't know exactly what you're going to get. That's why that they're doing all this, which is dumb. Well, because this is basically trading card games. Essentially, if you're, if you're gonna say that this is gambling, you also have to ban magic cards. Right. When you get you like a boost, when, when you go to the store and buy a booster pack. Yeah. Or it's baseball the same cards thing. or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever cards they have. Right. Exactly. There's it's, those. Uh, 
vending machine type games that you put a quarter in and you have a chance to get like this big system or whatever. Right. Um, you got to ban all that. You can't just yeah. pick and choose like, oh, right. because this is digital, we're going to mm-hmm. say this is gambling, but this isn't. Right. And, and that was like, and when I read it, it just kind of like irked me because they were just like, they need to, they're saying like what they need to do is they need to like kind of tell people in the game, like this is your chance of getting this exact well, not, they, card, they literally such said, and such. We don't allow um, this in our country. You need to change it. And EA's like, it's not gambling. We're not going to change it. Well, it's it. not gambling because you actually do get something yeah. in the pack. Whether That's it's good or bad is up to you, which technically makes it a gamble, quote unquote, yeah. but it's not gambling. Yeah. Like, yes, if I choose to spend $20 on FIFA points, yes, that is technically a gamble, but it's not gambling. Yeah. I know what I'm getting into when I do this. If I, go I know down... there's a chance for people who play FIFA. I know there's a chance of me getting Cristiano Ronaldo. It's a very small chance, yeah. but there is a chance that I'm going to get him. I'm much more likely to get like a crap Radossi or something like that yeah. in there, uh, or just like a really low rated, like 76 rated player as opposed to the 94 Ronaldo or something like that. But I know that going in, and this is more for me, and we talked about it earlier, just like, I think it's more just, they were saying it's because like oh, kids are gambling. I'm like, you're a parent, take control yeah. of your child. If I go down to Vegas and I put in money in a slot machine, and I don't get the, the jackpot, and I get right. two out of the jackpot and one something else, Right. four quarters come are not going to come out as like my other prize. Right. I'm going to get nothing. And that's yeah. what gambling is. You're gambling to try and get it all or nothing. Mm-hmm. This gives you something no matter what. Right. And also for this, you can't, you can't do anything with it in the real world. Like the player yeah. I get, I can't just like sell to you for like well, 40 yeah, it's bucks. It's not a physical item. And right. You should know you're not going to get a physical item in a digital yeah. loot box. Exactly. If you think that, you're an idiot and you shouldn't yeah. be playing. And I don't, I don't think that's like what the problem is. It's just like they're just like, you're not like, you don't know exactly what you're getting and people are dumping real money and like, get over it. And this a lot of people, is. like I've gotten into, like I've commented on this article on Reddit and people have like responded like, oh, I don't care about the whole loot box thing it's just marketed to kids and kids don't have judgment and they're gonna waste right. all their money and i'm like first of all if you're worried about little kids yeah. they don't have a source of income right they're they're getting money from an adult whether that be their parents their grandparents whoever. their guardians whoever yeah it's the responsibility of that person to know what the kid is spending money on ea is not a babysitter they're not yeah. going to look after your kids that's right. your responsibility. And, and like, their other thing, the, the prosecutor's office, like, what they should do is that they should explicitly tell you the odds of winning. This is a quote from the article on um, Variety, I think it is. Yeah. Did an article on the story. And they were just like, they should have the loot boxes, the packs, include odds of winning with a clear warning label that they contain gambling. And EA was like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Valve and 2K have complied with this in Belgium. They've like, all right, we'll do it. Yeah, whatever. they've just rolled over. They've just kind of rolled over. EA's, they, EA's just kind of like, so we're not going to do that. they've changed their loot boxes only in Belgium. In yeah. The rest of the world. The rest of the world is fine, but it's yeah. just in Belgium. EA's, EA's just like, like no, we're not, no, gonna we're not going to do that. To do the, make this change in Belgium. Exactly. And, and also, you guys think it is. And also, to be fair, EA, in the packs that you can get, they tell you what is in the pack. They say, like, 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 they'll say it's a mix of – they don't tell you exactly what you're going to get, but they tell you it's a mix of consumables, this many players. They'll give you an actual number of players, and they'll tell you how many rare players you could get. Yeah. So, like, in a pack of 24, like, you can get, like, maybe three players. One will be rare. One yeah. might be rare. 
And that's um, just like magic With cards. only up to one rare. Like just you like can't magic get multiple. cards. You get a booster pack, you know you're going to get like 12 cards, one rare, and one land, or whatever the hell it is. Right. And they don't give you like, oh, there's a chance to get this card is right. only like 0.01%. You, you know that going that. in. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it, it does that in people because like they'll come out with numerous packs like they, they yeah. like they'll come out with a bunch of different packs they'll tell you the value of each pack so like it costs 55,000 coins or 200 fifa points like those aren't the exact ones for that um, but they'll tell you exactly how much you'd have to spend and how many players are going to get in it so if i want my best chance of getting a good player i'm going to buy the pack that only has players in it okay the most expensive that only has players in and it. just to be clear I don't like loot boxes. I'm not arguing for loot boxes. I'm saying they're not gambling. Yeah, and I don't we shouldn't like. Shouldn't stop companies from selling them. Yeah, I don't like loot boxes either. Mainly just because of the microtransactions. Like I just don't yeah. want to have to even deal with that. I don't think um, I've ever bought a loot box ever. I've not dumped money into FIFA. I think I I did for this past FIFA, but that's because I got like a um like a gift card. And I'm like, oh well, I'll just throw it on FIFA points because it's free money. Yeah. So, but never like my own money. Like, no, God, no. They've they already got yeah. like my 70, 80 bucks from pre-ordering the game for the Champions Edition. I don't want to give EA any more money. Exactly. So, so just in sum, yeah, we are against loot boxes. We are against loot boxes. We want to make that perfectly clear. I'm also against policing these companies for trying to make money because you. It, it, it's more of a principle thing. It's yeah. not gambling. Exactly. It is not. And if it is gambling, then you, you have to ban everything. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean you can stop a company from selling it. Yeah, get over That's it. That's like me. I don't like almond milk, but I don't want to ban Kroger from selling almond milk. That If I propose that, people would think I'm crazy. I actually don't mind almond milk, actually. I don't either. I'm just using it as an example. Well, now you're just a dirty liar, aren't you? <laughs> it was an example. I mean, but you could have picked something you actually dislike. I dislike you. <laughs> I don't have anything to say in response to that. I thought we were friends. See, this is a bad person. He ruined my day with that. <laughs> I thought we were having a good time with it. I dislike it. I'll remember this. I'm sure you will. Yeah, I will. I always do. Um, I think that, that was the last of what I wanted to talk about with people. That's just yeah. so ridiculous. Um, and then uh, just to go over a couple things, this should be the first episode that goes online. So episode one and this episode probably went online at the same time. So, so if you missed episode one, go back and watch episode <laughs> yeah. one. If you've already watched episode one and you're actually listening to this, I'm impressed with you for yeah. actually getting through <laughs> both Like almost maybe over two hours here. I don't know. I can't see the recording from here, but... You spent two hours with us. Yeah, I can't which is, you survived. <laughs> which is, this is two hours more than I would have wanted to spend with him. So I will say uh, like, share, and subscribe or whatever the hell it is. Or don't. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we don't give a shit either. Follow us or don't on <laughs> um, on Twitter at T-U-G-Pod. Um, Tugpod. Tugpod on Twitter. Um, Are you actually like tweeting stuff on there? Or? I have not tweeted anything. <laughs> There's no point to tweet. There was nothing out. Now that we're putting something out, I can start tweeting about it. All right, so we will tweet that episode that, one and two are out. To our three followers, we're doing great. <laughs> we really are. Um, also, if you want to email us to, um, I don't know, talk shit, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can have email. questions, topics, concerns. You want to call Pat a stupid fuck? Yeah, if you want to, you know, talk to us about you know, how that's you something think we EA didn't is do. terrible. You know, you know that's what we didn't do at the beginning of this pod. Check the email. That, and we didn't reintroduce ourselves. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you Well, know. I'm Zach. I'm Pat. <laughs> I mean, now you know. Well, we can just edit this at the beginning. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, either way. Or probably just leave it in. We'll probably. We're too lazy. <laughs> I mean, we. it's what? It's six It's six o'clock. But yeah, no. I mean, you can email us at the Untitled Gaming Podcast. 
at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Is it podcast? It is podcast. podcast. The full word is there, yes. Um, As you can see, we're doing a great job. But, yeah, that's basically it. Have a good day. (laughs) Peace out. Make a name for yourself.